I don't even know how I'm able to get up here to record. prophesy about, to declare decree over, to call forth, to cast down, is coming faster and faster, God is moving more and more on our behalf, to the point my son, when God say your kids will be blessed, believe when he say that, my son kept checking on me, are you okay, I started saying, are you okay, you want to talk to me, because he can sense the presence, he sensed the difference, he sensed the increase, he sensed the downloads, he sensed the blessing, blessing upon blessing, when God say your children's children will be blessed, generation upon generation, you better believe every word that come out of the mouth of God, if you never believed before, this is the time for you to believe like never before, because our father is real, our father is ready, and he's doing what he said he's going to do. And he's going to use you and I to do it. When God say new everything, you better hold him to his word. If you don't have nothing to stand on, you better stand on the word of God. Let every else think go. This is the time. I feel the time. I feel the presence. I'm carrying a presence. I'm carrying a word. I'm carrying a power. I'm carrying authority. I'm carrying. We are carriers. And we're going to carry it on. And we're going to carry it out by seeing it through. Father, I thank you so much. Father, I thank you so much. Christ, I thank you so much for everything that's coming to pass in our lives. In and through our lives, you're so worthy. You're so glorious. We thank you so much for everything. You receive all the power, all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Thank you so much for everything. Have your way. Have your way. Excuse me. <laughs> this morning, the presence is so powerful that I was like, how am I even able to get up there and record, Father? My son is even expressing the blessing, the difference, 
the unfamiliar, that he never came and checked on me at no 5.30 in the morning. He knocked on my door. But think about this. He knocked on like God knocks on my door spiritually with the three knocks. He go, my son. I said, hold up, wait a second. <laughs> I just stopped. I said, hold on, Father, is that you? <laughs> he said, you know, it's me, Mom. I say, okay. Come in. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I can see in his face, like, are you okay? Because um, I'm experiencing some strange things. But you know, kids sometimes not going to say anything. But he hears what's going on in my room. So what's going on in my room is now going on in his room. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love every word that come out of the mouth of God. If I had any doubt before, I have no doubt now. If I was faithless before, I'm not faithless now. I'm faith, faith, I'm not faithless now. Jesus, help my words. Hallelujah. Jesus. And I did not push mute and I'm not going back. Jesus. I, I pray to God nobody up right now. I'm talking about the on my Jesus. And I just thank God so much. I want you to receive everything he's doing right now. Receive, 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 receive. I'm going to tell you something. You cannot receive with your natural senses. Now, your natural senses will embrace when it manifests in the natural. But it's a spirit-to-spirit encounter. So I need you to open up your spirit right now and begin to receive. Because your spirit man believed. If you did not believe, you would not be listening right now. Hallelujah. Jesus. Father, I thank you for everything. I'm on a high level with my prayer. Thank you, man. Look at me. Thank you, man. I'm trying to tell you. I'm skipping a jump, Father. Thank you so much for all of this. The dreams. Helping people prophesying over people's lives. God has took me to over nine different places last night where I was in my sleep, but really wasn't sleep. I done saved so many people by just speaking a word over their life. My God. God showing me things. Now it may be strange the word God tell me to put out there. He may say, leave that married man alone. Leave that married woman alone. Or your parent this. Or your folks in heaven said this. Whatever it is, just receive, receive, receive. Hallelujah. God is taking me globally. Taking you also. However your gifts are telling you. You're going high. You're going fast. And you're going now. You're fully equipped. You're already prepared. The way is already set. God is before you. All you have to do is follow. Jesus. Don't even ask any questions. Just go. Jesus. I'm trying to tell you, just go, just go, hallelujah, just go. Father, this day is yours like never before. My words are yours like never before. My ways are yours like never before. My level of love towards all things like never before. 
I don't hate nothing like never before. I forgive all like never before. I'm standing like never before. And I'm believing like never before. Because you're confirming like never before. Jesus, Jesus. Let me tell you something. If you have to go backwards to receive something for your future, you're in the wrong direction. Because the times, the generations, the more you go higher, the greater it becomes. So you don't have to look back to hear our old word. I'm trying to tell you when God is speaking something new, you better come up higher. Come up higher with your believing. Come up higher with your faith life. I'm going to tell you something. You better make it personal, get personal, get personal. You can get in the face of God right now and say, Father, be it unto me. And not just be it unto me. It's when he be it unto you. Are you open enough to receive what he's being unto you about? Don't, don't, get, don't get God sized up now. Because you already know your heart. Your mouth is saying it. Your spirit man is saying it. But your flesh is still overruling. Because you're not walking in what you're saying, what you're asking for. Because as soon as he puts you in a situation for you to demonstrate what you're asking for, you faint. So he's looking for you to stand. Even if you got to pray during your standing, stir yourself up during the standing, you better do so. So Jesus, I'm going to tell you something. Now I see why I be into that royal lifestyle. Because God is in the God created that lifestyle. That lifestyle belongs to you. The luxurious lifestyle belongs to you. Because you're seated on his throne. The world's throne cannot compare to the throne of God. To the altar of God. To the robes of God. To the garments of God. Jesus. A luxurious lifestyle is your lifestyle. It belongs to you. I see those in the kingdom getting dressed for a special occasion. Walking on red carpet. Heaven's red carpet. Jesus. My God. Father, I thank you for the constant of seeing. Devil, you are such a liar. Oh, you want to be all the way over there? Come here, Satan. See, when you say that, he runs. Because you're trying it. You're trying to find ways in my life. No matter how far I go with God, you're still searching. Search me not. No, not my thoughts. But look at God's ways in me. No, come here, Satan. Because you tried it. You tried to kill me. You tried to destroy me and my family. And what God has said to me. You are indeed a liar for good. And I am indeed blessed, seated upon blessing for good. Blessed beyond measure for good. Connected back to God for good. Receive a resurrection power for good. And have authority over your plan for good. Now continue to come here and get thee behind me, Satan. You know that I know that you know that I know I'm not afraid of you anymore. Your plan is destroyed forever. And that's over my lives. See, that's what you wanted me not to get up. Because you know what God placed within me. Things that I'm seeing now I didn't know I had before. But now I'm operating in it. Isn't God good? Isn't he Satan? 
Isn't God faithful at what he does? Because you had no idea Christ was going to get up. You had no idea of God's plan at all. Because if you didn't, you would have done what you've done. But because of what you've done, look at us today. Jesus, on a greater measure. Go, my God. My God. The authority that we really have over Satan, I'm trying to tell you. See yourself higher than Satan. Don't ever see no situation, no circumstance, no nothing that this world can throw your way. No difficulties, no obstacles, no storms, no mountains ever higher than you ever again. You've been given the power, the audacity to use your power and your authority. So you have to be confident. You have to believe in yourself. Believe in a God in you. Believe that God so loved you. A lot of you don't believe in yourself. God can't use me that way. That's too good for me. No, it's good just for you. Because God is good in and through you. He so loved you. Continue to believe. Don't let nothing cause your faith, your faith to fall. Or your confidence to fall. It don't matter what the man say. It don't matter they say you think you are that. No, they don't know what you've been through to get the way you are. Let them keep watching. Don't even focus on what they have to say. So once they keep watching God on your life, they're going to confess you are blessed. And they're going to ask, how do they get the blessing? And don't just leave them hanging. Give them an answer. You already blessed beyond measure. Just yield. Give your life over. Hallelujah. Jesus. Father, I thank you for this hour of time. I thank you for the movement that's about to take place in the earth. And I thank you for using me to be a partaker of that. God didn't just put this boldness on the inside of me, just keep it in my community or nation upon nation. God is taking this boldness everywhere. God is taking this fire everywhere. Because this fire is contagious. This boldness is contagious. This level and this love of God is contagious. As you hear, as you see, as you embrace, don't you feel inspired? Don't you feel encouraged? And that's the purpose of the blessing. That's the purpose of the anointing. Now imagine those who God bringing me who never even knew about it. In these different countries that I've been to. And there's so many more to go to. Hallelujah. I remember I was saying that I was nervous because God has shown me my children the future and I was nervous about leaving my kids behind. God got everything under control. God be it unto me. I would never sit and think or wonder that you don't know me when you created me to feel the ways that I feel. You put desires in my heart. You already know what to do, how to do. Jesus. Father, I yield that over to you. <laughs> you gotta say thanks. <laughs> I love you so much, Father. I love you so much. We love you. We love you. We love you. I just keep seeing Easter eggs. Jesus. And they're colored so beautiful. I just thank God. I'm just, just a constant of seeing. You know, a constant of seeing. Being this way my entire life. And couldn't understand. And the Holy Spirit, I could be watching a movie or something. And the Holy Spirit will bring a commercial or bring a... a, a a preview of another movie and it'd be a, a, a person's anointing like Billy Graham here show me Billy Graham and every time I'll hear and I'll see these previews I, it's like his spirit begin to arise my spirit my faith 
And I was like, wow, I gotta look him up. What did he do? Oh my goodness, this man, wow. <laughs> wow. He bought millions upon millions upon millions and was the first to do a lot that he done in his time to Christ, bring him back to Christ. And I saw his testimony. At one time he um, was drinking and he, God kept calling him. And he was like, what? I'm experiencing so much in my life right now. What do you want? And he just passed out in front of a church with a bottle in his hand. And his life has never been the same when he got that touch from God. I'm trying to tell you. And I can semi-relate to that. I'm trying to tell you. I can't relate to that. Because the enemy will try all he can to send things our way, to put things in our path, to rob us from what God is saying belong to us. What already we already have. You're already born for it. You don't have to wait for something you're already born into. You're born into the blessing. Jesus. I thank God for the protection I have out here. When I go places, it's people that call me be like, I see your son. Is he good this, that? Be like, oh, thank you. How are you over there? <laughs> God, I'm trying to tell you, your children's children will be blessed will be blessed. When my son went to school, my son is very quiet. He's very shy. He's very loving. He's not a fighter. I didn't raise him that way. Even when I tried to teach him or his father tried to teach him how to fight, he still didn't want to learn. Because he already had in his mind, I don't have to fight. Jesus. You got to think of his generation. See, we know our generation. Think of God's anointing on the generation that goes higher and higher. Jesus. So I, I, um, I was wondering one day, I was like, I wonder how was he being treated at school? How they treat him at school? Because he was like an honor student and perfect attendance. And they always said, um, when you get awards like that, they give you, you know, eagle bucks. And with eagle bucks, you could buy things in the school. So I was like, okay, my son, he, he has all these eagle bucks. He came up with like 15. And that's a lot of, of recognition. And then I seen the next day, I was like, he only have two. What happened? What did you buy? And come to find out, he didn't even want to tell me what he did. But he didn't want to keep it from me because he knew he had no choice but to say something. He now bought the children things that didn't have the bucks to, or the grades to do so or the attendance to do so. And God began to show me some of these kids weren't able to go to school due to what's going on in the home. Some of these kids didn't have money to buy anything or keep their grades up due to what's going on in the home. Some kids didn't have family support. Some kids didn't have no support. And they just didn't have the bucks. But my son gave his over to them. I said, Jesus. And I was wondering, I was like, is he, is he being bullied in school? Because he's so sweet. And I was like, one day I went close to his school. I would never snoop with my child. I believe in him when he says to me, I don't have to do all that sneaking around. To me, that's being dishonest. And I want his trust and remain in his trust. So what happened was I uh, I began to pick him up from school. And all the kids, we went to, no, we went to a grocery store after his school. And the kids were like, these were like popular, you know, street type kids. Boys. And I'm, they was like, oh, what's up, Dave? What's up, DJ? You know, what's up, DJ? And he was like, oh, what's up, man? I'm like, what's up saying? What's up, man? You don't say what's up. But I ain't say anything, you know? So I'm getting, that mother came in me. So he like, he dapping him. I'm like, you dap too? She, <laughs> what else you doing? But no, he was, it wasn't like that. But he was just responding to what they were bringing his way. And they looked at me like, this your son? I'm like, yeah. He was like, your son's good. We, we protect your son. No, you know, nobody bother him. We make sure he's good in every classroom, in the hallways. No matter, because we know David, he's good. He's a good dude. 
He a good dude. And we make sure nobody ever bother him. We his protection. I said, oh my God. It was like six of them. And he's one of the most populous, looked like the most dangerous kids in the school. And I was like, that's not praying for them. But I just thank God, you know, I'm not that woman. And God said, be mindful when I say do too much. Because there's no such thing of doing too much of good. You understand? But when I say do too much, I mean do too much of things that you shouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Overstepping your boundaries. And God knows in that area, I don't do too much. I'm not, I'm not the person that uh, be too religious when it comes to just, you know, I'm just... I'm down to earth, however you want to put it, you know, I'm very fired up with God, I'm very powerful as you see, and so are you, but at the same time, we still make mistakes, at the same time, we're learning, at the same time, we're growing, at the same time, God taking us somewhere, we have the ability to repent and keep it moving, I'm not amongst those who act like they're well put together, but having so much knowledge that don't even make sense because you don't even have love, so what do you have? You know what I'm saying? You have all of that with no love. Therefore, you gain all that for nothing. Jesus, come walk with me. I mean, want to say so much to some people sometimes. No, come over here. Get from over there. But I don't want, you know what I'm saying? I just pray from a distance. I thank God for what he's doing through my life. I thank God I grew up. Now I understand why my personality go my anointing. Never was a person to, I was always a giver. I always enjoyed giving more than receive. I never really, you know, took care into receiving materialistic things. I can care less. I try to, people try to buy me all the time. When I was used to preach on a train, at one season of my life, there were so many men saying, God said this. I said, no, he did not, because he didn't say nothing to me. But at the same time, God was releasing to me. They just want to be a part of what I'm taking you. So they can see the anointing on your life. And I'm allowing you to see what is and what's not. Because they want you to let them look good. They want to take you and show you like you're a trophy or something. And I said, God, thank you for showing me. Let me keep it moving. Hallelujah. People that was walking with me, um, supporting the God in me, what God used me to do. And when I said, I'm not your wife, then they start walking away. So the whole time you weren't even there for God, you was there for you. Jesus. My God, I'm telling you, Holy Spirit will be your guide. I had people tell me they wanted to be leaders over me. And God said, no, you're going to be a leader over them. My God. I'm going to tell you, Holy Spirit will be your guide. You better open up for Holy Spirit to be your best friend. Jesus, Holy Spirit will tell you what to do and not to do. And you may be going through a situation where you feel uncomfortable around those who say they love you, around those who say they support you. Don't keep your focus on that. I'm going to tell you something. Because God is your provider. God is your defender. God is everything he say he is. I don't get the name because there's so much the name. I'm just going to say everything. For I be lost for words. Look, my God. God is everything good. Hallelujah. Make him your everything. I'm seeing how things work together for my good. When the devil try to lie to me and say, no, you're tripping. No, God didn't say that. Waking me up at one something in the morning saying, God didn't say that. Everything that God, everything that was said to you, it's been a misunderstanding. And I was like, oh my God, you that threatened by me, Satan. You wake me up. No, literally wake me up. Like he's an angel though. Tap on me. I, get up. I have something for Like he's there to help. I have something to say to you. It's an urgency. Get up. Disguise him like an angel. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? First of all, I'm just getting out of my bed. I got to check myself who I'm talking to. You know, I'm like, oh my bad. What's up? You know, and let me say something to you. Everything you heard this year, Jesus. In fact, everything you heard in your entire life has been one misunderstanding. 
Everything that you thought God said, he didn't say. That's what you said. Jesus. I got up so fast. <laughs> what? Satan called him out. Called him out. What? Satan. I know it's you. Because I know God. And he confirms what he says. Too much to me. Get thee behind me, Satan. The same way Satan came to me and said, this belongs to you, that belongs to you, and I believe. Not even aware he disguised himself as an angel. But he's already opened myself to be used. Hallelujah. Not anymore. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. See, he tried it before. You will never do that again. You got me once. You will never get me again. It's the same how Adam felt. And people say all the time, I would never do. No woman can ever deceive me. How many times have you been deceived? How many times you walk up the will of God? How many times you've been disobedient? How many times you lied? How many times you exaggerated? How many times you were found unfaithful? A right thing. I had to tell people all the time, I would never do what Judas did. And I would never. Betrayal is betrayal. You make them betray him for no crucifixion. But betrayal is betrayal. How many times you denied his name? When he tell you to say something, you didn't. I would never walk on water and begin to fall like Peter did. How many times your faith has failed? It may not have been on water, but faith is faith. How many times you have failed? Be mindful of what you say. And don't just call them out on the preparation. But look at Jesus, the outcome. Look at the outcome. Look at Adam's outcome. Look at Peter's outcome. Look at Moses' outcome. Look at Jeremiah's outcome. Look at Nehemiah's outcome. Esther's outcome. Ruth outcome, Naomi's outcome, even the lion. Come on now. Whether it's good or bad, you have the decision to determine your outcome. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. Judas had to be bold. Christ had to find someone bold enough to betray him in order to be crucified. And I went to God on Judas' behalf when I was a little girl. And I made it like around seven. And I said, God, I always hear when a person does something bad, they're going to hell. But I don't want Judas to go there. Because he made a mistake. And when I was old enough to understand, I seen Judas in the kingdom. I know a lot, but I'd rather not say because I don't want anyone to take God's love for granted. I think you can do what you do and already inherit the kingdom. No, I want you to live a life on earth as it is in the kingdom. For those who have family members and friends who you felt like, you know, you don't know if they inherit the kingdom or not because of the lifestyle they live. When we exit our body, we're in the presence of the Lord. And what happens in the Bible when it says you're in the presence of the Lord? What do we do? Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is what? Is who? He is Lord. And when he become your Lord, what happens? You inherit the kingdom. Let me just say this. Thus far, no one has ever denied the name Jesus. Let me say that. But how glorious is it to praise the name now and forevermore? 
But with those who didn't gain on earth as is in the kingdom will be gaining in the kingdom. There are universities in the kingdom. There is Bible schools, Bible study in the kingdom. So whatever you didn't gain here on earth, you will gain in the kingdom. Hallelujah. See, those who seek God first and not just what God able to do. Come here, God. I need your blessing. Come here, God. I need this car. I'm looking for this house. I'm believing you for this marriage. I'm believing you for this. No, Father, I believe in you for who you are alone. That was my lifestyle. I had someone who I really was real friends with. See, God ain't really keep disconnect me from, you know, being close to people for a while to gain all the knowledge I have now. But I still fellowship. I mean, I got close to a person. And the thing about it is they said to me, and I was like somewhat bothered, but I was like, you know what? That's on you. And they said to me, I can't walk with you no more, Q, man. I can't, I don't even want to talk to you no more. And I'm like, why? What do I do? Because we, we keep, you use us, use our faith all the time and nothing is happening. It seems better the other way around. What do you mean, you worshiper? You child of God? What do you mean? Because you don't see something? You stop believing? Jesus. Jesus. If you walk with God all the days of your life and dwell in the house of the Lord forever, you inherit everything that's in God's house. Now, if something's not showing up the way it's supposed to show up, that don't mean you're faithful. That means prayers. And sometimes we delay our own blessing by trying to put our hands into God's work. When you put your hands in, even by decision, He will take His out until you're ready to allow Him to continue to lead. Now, how long that takes is how long that takes. And that goes for some of my sisters in Christ. I begin to pray to them. Because some of them heard the testimony I, re- I released months ago about concerning the man God said belonged to me. The truth. And it was like, how can you know? How can I know when you're not focused on that? I don't know why God haven't released it upon you, but I pray on your behalf. And God says to me, concerning every woman who waited 20 years, and God said, that's not my plan. It's never my plan to see my children desire something that doesn't come to pass. When I've already prepared them for it to come to pass. But if they put their hands in it, by any thought, by any deed, I would take mine out. And how long that take is how long it takes. I was like, Jesus. And I asked God about a specific person because her story touched me so much. Because it's like, what? You actually know God told you who your husband is And he told No he just told her And they best friends For over 25 years And I said hold on man This don't sound right to me This is not God No it's not definitely not him It's no way I know him He's not going to do that He don't do that See, the reason people keep thinking Sarah and Abraham, it was God's purpose for them to wait that long, even though it was for the glory. But they, when they, the moment they gave up on their way of trying to make it happen, Hagar was never supposed to have Abraham's child. Sarah told him to do that, and he obeyed what his wife said and went against the word of God. So you delayed your promise. 
They kept putting their hands in it. And they should begin to be jealous. That's not a form of God or an expression. So you're prolonging your blessing. God never desired any of us to wait that long. Joseph got released to me while he was down there. Joseph was there for such a time. But you got to realize his, his testimony is different. Those who are connected to you, if they're not in position, Jesus, you have to continue to press and be patient and intercede on their behalf. Because they're not in position to come and do what God called them to do, to connect to your life, then it can't connect until it's ready to be connected. That's why we all got to stay in the presence of God. His brothers weren't ready. When they begin to mature, hunger in the land, God gained their attention. They got families to care for. They had to search for more food. And God led them to, they were ready. See, if you're not ready, you will not receive. I love how Jesus asked Peter three times, do you love me? First he said, do you love me more than these? And I love that he said that because he told Peter, what you got, what you catch? Even though he knows he's the cause of the catch and they knew it. He said, bring some of what you have, not all of what you have. Bring some because he's already preparing some for them. You don't need all of that. Peter come and jumps in the water, bringing all. He brought all of the fish. What, about 150 something? Brought all the fish. And see, the thing is, Jesus knew how much he loved what he does for a living, being a fisherman. Peter, do you love me more than these? See, people think he's talking about the disciples. He would never ask that. He wouldn't even refer to you as these. He referred to you as them. So these must be a thing. Do you love me more than these? Refer to the fish. What you do for a living. Do you love me more than being a fisherman? See, Peter, Peter saw a breakthrough. He probably never caught that many fish before. So he saw increase. Oh, I'm going to get my family this. Oh, we, oh, we, we got to come up now. But going to sell all this fish. About to live good. Do you love me more than what you do? He just said, bring me some. You bought me all. So you care about it too much. But I didn't call you to be that. I didn't call you to be a fisherman. But I call you to be a fisher of men. Jesus. Feed my sheep. I promoted you from doing this to now doing this. Feed my sheep. He wanted Peter to get. I tell you something about the number three. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The cold crop three times. Denied three times. Arose on the third day. And when God knocks on my door, it's like spiritually in the encounter, it's always a tap three times. And then he tapped on my shoulder one night and I felt the, the print of God hitting my shoulder. I felt, you know, sometimes you feel the spirit. No, I literally felt three taps on my shoulder. It's always three. God do things in three and threes. Backs it up three times. He said it right now to me. Thank you for the confirmation. He's releasing one for the Father, <laughs> one for the Son, and one for Holy Spirit. Jesus. Jesus. 
I got to ask you, do you love me for the Father? Do you love me? Feed my sheep. I got to ask you for myself. Do you love me, Jesus? Yes, while you ask me, I love you. Now I have to ask you for the Holy Spirit. Do you love me, Jesus? Let me say to you, Christ. Yes, we love you for the Father. Yes, we love you for yourself. And yes, we love you for the Spirit of God. The Spirit of truth. Jesus. My God. My God. I don't even know what kind of day I'm going to have. I know it's blessing. I'm trying to tell you. My God. My God. Jesus. Jesus. God said, those family members you're thinking about, you caring about, wondering what's going on, they are fine because you are mine. Jesus, my God. Father, Father, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God got me blushing over here. I'm telling you. Jesus. Your entire life, the enemy has tried to destroy you by deceiving you Jesus see I've been a woman that's been surrounded by people that see the God in me some did some didn't want me around for some reason they can sense that the spirit on me flung of their issues to the surface but a lot of people don't want their issues to throw it to the surface. So they hide from me. But you're not hiding from me. You're hiding from the God in me. That's trying to heal you. To deliver you. To bless you. But you're running for the blessing. And you're asking God, where is it? But you're running from it. How hungry are you to allow God to float up your issues? How many issues that life threw your way that you're carrying around? Hurt, pain, broken hearts. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Jesus. I can't go there without mentioning. I'm so glad God revealed to me who I'm marrying. I'm, I, was, I was doing good not saying nothing, but God said, don't you ever go there without mentioning it. Hallelujah. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for that. But how many issues you have? So in love, my God. <laughs> Jesus. When you're doing God's way, oh my gosh. You feel ways you never felt. You see things you never saw. My God. It is all good. It's all God. It's all good. And some people may want what you have, but guess what? Love them anyhow. Don't entertain it. Don't be moved by it. Just don't even focus on it. God handling it. Jesus, let them do it. Let them do it. I took and I, I went to deep prayer with God seriously. And I said, God, I've been thinking about what's been happening. God said, it's okay to do that. That's fine. That's fine. I said, no, Father, it's not fine. It's not fine. I want to delete. Can I delete? Because you told me not to ever delete. Can I delete that? Can I delete that? Because I don't want that to even be on my podcast. I don't even want that to be on my mind about whatever was coming against me. Because I'm not focused on that. Even though it happened, I'm not focused on that. I love you. I'm going to enjoy watching what God has for you. And the thing about it is, God reveals so many things to me. Name, he even put names to things now. Name, give me names in these encounters. He's telling me the people that's coming my way by name. 
Look out for this. She's coming. He's coming. They're coming. Receive them all. Because they're after the God in you. They're searching and seeking the God in you. I'm telling you, the God in us is so real. I just thank God so much for it. I was trying to think about my life ahead of time for what God released to me in my life ahead of time. God said, you think I'm going to release it to you have it happen to you and I not take care of you? Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever set up against you, trust me, it still work out for your good. Hallelujah. When he said, greater is he that's in you than he was in the world, believe him. When he said, you're the head, not the tail, believe him. You're the head. You're the head because he's the head over your life, Jesus. You above and never beneath. I remember, I'm going to give you an encounter when I was a teenager. I was about 13 years old. And I want to do things I saw people in the world do. I was like, God, I, you just protected me so much. It's just, just my life. It's, like, it's just me out here just, you know, serving you. I don't see no other teens like me. I don't see no one talking like me, acting like me, you know, having these dreams I'm having, encounters I'm having like I'm having. Everyone's doing a specific thing, the world way of doing things. So I started to engage. And all of a sudden, I just, I was in this well, and Satan was pulling me down this well, and this well had no end. And he was on a rope. And he was just pulling me down further. And Christ showed me his presence outside of the well. Before he even walked up to the well, I saw him coming. And he began to lift me up fast. Jesus, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my God. There was someone, I'm going to testify this. Thank you, Father. There was someone that was practicing witchcraft for a very long time. And every time God would tell me to tell them, every time they doing it, God allowed me to feel it. And I would text them and say, stop doing that. You're doing witchcraft. What do you mean? Why you say that? Stop lying to me. You're doing witchcraft. Well, I want to hurt people who hurt me. Get rid of the book. Because you're hurting your own self. You're not hurting anyone. How did you know? Why God keep telling you things like that about what I'm doing? Because you're part of the blessing. Never the curse. Get rid of the book. This person got so envious of me. And I was like, I don't understand why. I always consider you to be better than me. And what I mean by that, I exalt you more than I exalted myself my entire life. Every compliment that came our way, I flipped it all on you. I want you to know I care and I love you. And because of that love I have, that drew them to be envious. And this person tried to do witchcraft for me. And we slept side by side one night. And God said to me immediately. In one breath though. Wake up. She's trying to put witchcraft on you to close your throat so you can suffocate and die in your sleep. Go drink that cup of water on the table. Now imagine hearing that at like 3 in the morning. What? 
I was scared. I was like, what the world? I turned over and looked at the person and they were laughing. Such an evil laugh. They thought I turned over and looked at them because it was happening. Like I was in panic. But I looked at them like, and God did what God said, go get that cup of water off the table and drink it. Let me tell you how powerful God is, how he already knew. The cup was already poured on the table before we even went to bed. Jesus, go grab that cup of water and drink it. As I drunk it, the person looked at me and said, you can swallow? And I was like, yeah. Now I know, if I never knew before, I know God is with you. I know God is with you. I said, let me tell you this. I never, God said, I never wanted to expose, God never said not to, but I never wanted to expose a person for what they're trying to do to me. Because the love is greater than that. So when I said that night, even though I was scared to death, I, and I was in great fear, I was like, oh my God, they're trying to kill me, Lord. <laughs> Jesus. And God said, I want you just to pray with them. Tell them to stop what they're doing because I know what they're doing. I begin to say, if I ain't listen to whatever God was saying, I'm telling you, I said everything God said that night. Say this, this. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> say, say, I was, I was on it. I'm trying to tell you, I was on it. <laughs> I was on it. That's that same night that um, uh, the devil showed me, Satan showed me 15 demons. And I saw my side, it was like three to five angels. And I was like, and it was, it was looking like chiefs, like Indian chiefs. And I was like, Jesus, why he have more than us? And he said, no, never forget, one can chase away a thousand. You have five, you have 15, go figure. I said, oh my God. Jesus, and this, this person begin to give their life over to God. I said, you got to learn how to love and forgive everybody who ever hurt you. Get rid of the book. Get rid of the book. Person got rid of the book. I said, you're looking for power. But the power that you're receiving is not the power that God wants to be releasing in life. You're giving your power over to Satan from the using against you that you become so overpowered with evil that it destroys you. You have Holy Ghost power. Don't never do that again. I even know I was sleepy. I ain't go to bed no more that night. I was up that whole night. I'm trying to tell you, rocking back and forth, saying, God, you want me to say something else? <laughs> you want me to lay hands? Want me to get some oil? You want me to do what you want me to do? Jesus. God has taken me to some places. I had people marking the God in me, trying to test the God in me, bringing me around witches to see if I can determine if they're a witch or not. The whole time, Holy Spirit told me before I got there what they were doing. Jesus. And before I even got there, I said, yo, yo, this person in your family is a witch. How you know? Do you know who our God is? <laughs> Do you believe that God's on the inside of us? Do you believe in Holy Spirit? Do you believe in Christ at all? How much do you believe? You need to be fully persuaded. Hallelujah. So God has sent me to these places. When I was in Africa, he sent me to Voodoo Town. Jesus. And the thing about it is, my hosts and them were trying to hide it from me because they were assuming I was going to be afraid to go and pray and release a word. But I told them, don't you ever, 
ever assume anything ever again. I will never come back here if you do anything like that ever again. Give me the choice to make. Do not make a choice for me. And they, they ask for forgiveness. The whole time, most of the time, they stayed in the car. And I said, you know what, Father? I'm getting sick of this. Why be afraid? For what? For what? I've guarded me. I'm a child of God. To every devil, to every demon. I know who I am. So I got out the car. They was like looking out. They was looking scared. They was peed out the car too. They didn't get out though. And I walked up to the people. And that's what caused them to receive the healing. The love of boldness. The boldness of love. They saw this woman came always from America. Was not afraid. Our own people were afraid. Yet she come from nowhere. This woman by herself. Come on somebody. What does that say about my character? For God to say go and I go. To places that many don't want to go. That shows you my level of love. My level of honor. My level of faith and belief that I have in my father. To stir myself up to go in my mind before I go. Praying over these people. Drinking blood. Cutting animals and chanting over their blood with all this smoke and all these insects and chanting and all that mess. Here I am getting out the car like how David approached the life. I'm not afraid of you. They don't mean go looking. You got to be led to go anyway. Led to go anywhere. Jesus We're born with these gifts We're born to be bold But the boldness must increase with the faith The love must increase with it all Jesus Mosokiandayan Father my God Oh God. It's like I gotta go out and touch. Like my hands are anointed to touch. Jesus. I gotta release what's in me today. I gotta release, I gotta touch. It don't matter if it's neighbors' doors, mailboxes. May nothing ever come near you again. That's unlike God. Your family is blessed. You are favored by God. I release the blood of Christ into your life. You don't have to wait for healing. You are healed. The devil tried to bribe me with 1.3 million dollars. Took a set cancer in someone else's life. Who already accepted it and wanted to pass it off to me. Their inheritance. No, don't need it. You're going to have it. You're going to enjoy it. Because you don't have it. But remember, you're going to have whatsoever you say. So say this. Repeat after me. 
And at that time, I didn't have anything naturally. Bills was due, rent was due, all the things were due that were due. My son's uh, tuition was due. It's like, oh my God. Turn it all down for the sake of the kingdom. Let me tell you something. I asked God one day, I said, can you write me a million dollar check? God said, you are worth more than a million dollar check. You're going to be one of the world's wealthiest women that ever lived. Not that will ever live, that ever lived in this earth. And he don't just mean material wealth, even though he's speaking materialistically. Look how wealthy I am spiritually. Look how rich I became spiritually. See, some people want to become rich naturally first. Jesus. Come on now. Come on now. And I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to Facebook, when people like what you do or give you a, a message about something, it don't matter the motives. I want you to love them all the same. See, if I'm going to give one person this emoji, I'm going to give them all. Hallelujah. Because if I give you this and give them that, that said, I value you more than I value you. I like you more than I like you. I love you more than I love you. I'm going to tell you something. Look at God in anything and everything. If you're going to do something, let it always be on one accord. One accord. I'm not focusing on the negativity or the negative motives. Focus on the God in you that know all the motives coming your way. You don't have to let no one know you know their motive. That's not overpowering evil with good. That's letting evil know I know you're present. No, I'm overpowering evil with good. And that get rid of evil once and for all. So when someone likes something on your page or comment, let it all be the same. Value everyone the same. Whether they disvalue you, whether they're just trying to be funny, it don't matter. Value you, value them all the same. God uses me to pinpoint things. Let me tell you another thing. I don't do anything or something. I don't say anything that God don't use me to do. That's why I'm able to teach because I have learned and still learning. Some of us teaching and haven't learned anything. Hallelujah. Just take risks. Being led to take risks. Being led, say it again, being led to take risks. It all comes from a level of honor unto God. Many told me, don't you get on that plane. Even great leaders said it, don't go by yourself. God already told me to go. So in my mind already went And my heart already went I'm going And before I snap my, snap my seatbelt I said God If this so happen not to be What it, it turns out to be I'm going out trusting in you Imagine what that sounds like To the ear of God Hearing his voice out of you Into himself Those wasn't words of mere men It was words of God No matter what they say no matter what kind of doubt they're trying to bring or fear trying to bring my way I'm going out trusting in you because your voice matters and your voice I follow alone therefore already went 
Jesus. So much has happened. So many places God would take us. It's taken us. And I see a lot of small towns and small little places that we never even heard about. God wants to take me. There are certain islands that people only be there amongst their own kind and don't want to engage with society. And God said, that is not so. Jesus. My God. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would not be honest if I said, oh, it's just like, oh, okay, God, every time. Because surface it gets greater. It gets greater. And I'm like, okay, God. It caused some preparing. Some steering up. For this part. And guess what? Every time I go, they receive. They receive. I was invited to Pakistan. That was a minute ago. I feel that time coming, but not as close as Africa's trip again. God will tell you everything. He will have it set up for you. I can feel Rome. I can feel God have me go back to visit Egypt. He wants to visit that land once again. Even though he's still there. But I mean the power of his presence again. Because somehow, some way, other idols are being praised. And God wants to set a reminder once and for all. Show me Rome, he showed me so many places, my God. And every time I go, it's such a beautiful journey. Because there's no fear involved. See, I call things that be not. I use my faith. Therefore, because I set the atmosphere for my faith to arise, everything I believe in God will come to pass. So what was set up against me is now for me. So the disaster turned to a praise party, to rejoicing, being pampered, actually. Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, before I close, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing for us this day. In and through us this day. We give you this day. We give you our hearts, our mind, our soul, and our spirit. We will it over to you. Have your way. And when we say be it unto us according to thy word, we really mean be it unto us. We take no thought for our own life. For our life is in you. You are the head of our life. Therefore, everything falls in place. We thank you for the the restoration and the restitution of all things. We thank you for family restoration. We thank you for adding things in our life. Connected us to people. Connected us to places. Connected us to things. I just keep saying the airport, Father. I received that airport. I received the airport. Hallelujah. You better believe it. It's nothing God cannot do. I received that airport. I'm trying to tell you. I love you so much. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you so much. I love you so much. Enjoy everything that God is doing in your life. Enjoy your day. I love you. I love you. I love you.
God going to give me my own airline. Jesus. My God. <laughs> and it gets greater from there. My God. Didn't I say on earth as it is in the kingdom? Jesus. Enjoy your day. I love you. I love you. I love you.